Blog Talk Radio.
name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only True Lord. And Amen, we trust, as the Republic of Mentelect, the real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, the Mentalists, the Amen race, the Bright race. Good evening, I'm your host, the intellectual Ruben Minkari, and this is Mentelect Radio. And tonight we're going to be discussing something that you may think is a play on words, but it's really not. You know, this came across to me, and, you know, though I put a name to it because it is a phenomenon, you know, but you can only put a name to something to have a greater understanding of it, a greater comprehension. You know, you notice about black people, black people hate each other but love everybody else. You ever notice that? They can never really fix their face to say they hate white people, that they hate Asian people, that they hate Arab people. You might find one or two, but they really don't mean it Mean it like that. Black people hate themselves, hate each other, love everybody else. Nobody finds that strange. Do anybody find that strange? Now, individual races of people, they might have hate for each other, but as a race, they love each other. You know, they're proud of their race. Black people really don't have a race. Black is not a race. It's not an origin. It's not an ethnicity. And, you know, it makes it easy to understand why there's hate when you have nothing to love. There's a hatred, something that was installed in so-called black people to make them despise one another, to love to see when one another falls down, when somebody's doing bad they love that. When so-called black men, like I said, they they always read to fight each other, but they won't. They don't have that same energy for other races of people, for the white man and nobody else. The very people who are nine times out of ten against you more than your own kind. But so then, why is this so? Is this a program? Is this some kind of program? A spell? Some kind of energy that has gone into making us hate one another, despise one another, you see, but love everybody else. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Yes. The jealousy, the anger, the envy, the crab in the barrel mentality. You know, these Negroes in the conscious community talking about, oh, it's some Willie Lynch thing. Funny thing is there's no such thing as a person called Willie Lynch. That's some made-up nonsense that the so-called Pan-Africanists try to used to explain the mentality of black people and why they hate each other so much, why we love to see each other go down, you see. And like I said, I'm not saying we're supposed to love everybody just for the sake of loving everybody, but if you want to have a hate for somebody, have a legitimate reason to dislike somebody. Like, you know, if they weirdos, like, like they child molesters or they harm people or something like harm children or rape women or something like that or did something like that. Have a legitimate reason to hate people, right? Black people don't have no legitimate reason to hate each other, not for real, you know? I mean, you got your coons and your sambos that love to kiss white people's asses and every other race of people's ass. So that I can see you seeing that as being despicable, right? I can see you seeing that as being despicable, those of you who are willing to sell out your own kind, especially now, to get some kind of connection or what you think you want to get going with these other people, 
What contributes a lot to the hatred is individuality. You see, on the plantations, so-called black people were told that they should not try and be, how should I say, um, collective with one another. They shouldn't try to be, you know, a group or something like that, that they should see themselves as individuals and only worry about themselves. See, that helped the so-called slave masters because, see, they were together and they were working in unison together. So anything that pushes so-called black people apart, they're pro, you know, separation of our people because they know what happens when our people come together, you see. So what had to happen, they had to install a energy of hate amongst our people. How did they do that? They start with the light skin and the dark skin thing, right? They did that with the house slave and the field slave where they put the, um, the lighter skinned slaves in the house and the darker skinned slaves in the field. The reason the so-called white man did that is because he, um, he favored the lighter skinned slaves because he nine times out of ten wanted to have his way with them sexually, whereas the darker ones that he wasn't attracted to, he had out in the damn field. And right, that right there caused a rift in our people right there, a major one, that carried down to a lot of these so-called HBCSUs or whatever the hell you call them, these black colleges, where they have that, they still have that light-skinned, dark-skinned thing underrooted within their colleges, within their so-called universities, they still have that here. They still have that hate, right? Like I said, even when you so-called black females, when y'all try to act like y'all got some kind of friendship or sisterhood or whatever, you ever notice that's always based on something trivial, and it always takes something trivial to break it apart. They fighting over some dude, you know, over some hair, over some money, some nonsense. Some nonsense where... You know, they tend to just have this energy to push their hate towards somebody. Well, I tell you that that hate is misplaced hate. It is misplaced. You see, the beast took the hate that you were supposed to have for them, you see, and when they had you in slavery, when they discriminated against you, they take that hate that you had that you're really supposed to have stored up for them, and they shift it to your own people. How do they do that? In the inner cities, what they had y'all doing, living all on top of each other in the damn projects. You see, living all on top of each other in the projects, y'all too close together, right? You up and on, on top of each other, underneath each other, right? And that by itself, a lot of times, can cause hatred in people. You see, people who may not be doing as good as the others, right, that causes jealousy. You see, see, all these things were able to be injected into so-called black people because there's no community. And when you have no real community, when you have no real men, when you have no law and the women are not in order, guess what? The hate is going to be infused somewhere. That energy that's supposed to be used for building up the community is now used to tear it down because now the hate is in effect. You got a bunch of overgrown boys, and that's why I call you black males, a bunch of overgrown overgrown boys. You guys are still walking around because I don't know what to call this. You got grown-ass black males 
not calling you men yet, and I'm going to tell you why. You got overgrown black-ass males running around wearing colors and shooting each other, grown-ass men. Like they like like there's some game like they in high school or there's some like there's some weird kind of game some bugged out game running around shooting each other over, over colors. You gonna tell me that's not childlike and immature? You gonna call that a way of life? You see, you find this you you manufacture this false hate to have toward each other, right? Oh, he ain't from my neighborhood. What you doing over here? You on my block? This ain't your hood. But then when the white man come and make all you niggas move, nobody got no beef with him. Nobody ready to go get the guns, load up, get in the cars, and throw your sets up. You niggas ain't ready to do that then. He tell you, get your ass on. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, officer. Where's all the hate at? See, that's the misplaced hate. You see, a lot of y'all have that stored up hate that y'all wanted to unleash on the so-called white man when he had you in slavery, when he was calling you all kind of niggas and Jim Crow and all this other stuff. Y'all had all that misplaced hate that y'all passed down in a lot of your children. Because a lot of these niggas that came up here from um, from down south, from Alabama, Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina came from down south. These niggas came up to these inner cities and they had children, right, in Chicago and New York. In L.A., they had these children in these city, Detroit, and what do they do? They start gangs here. See, because that misplaced anger is in the fathers and the mothers, and it passes down in the children because they wish they could have stood up against the so-called white man. So what do they do? They pass that anger and that hate down to their children, and they put it on on each other, on each other people. If that person says something to you, you better knock the hell out of them. You better knock the shit out of them. And that bitch, I can't stand this thing. But they don't say that about the white women whose houses they were working in, who were calling them all kind of niggas and everything else, or the white men who were grabbing up on these black women, or the white men who were talking you any kind of way. See, they ain't have all that hate then for them. They was like, yes, son, put your head down. You see, where was all the anger and the ready-to-do-or-die mentality for that? That would have been the right place for you to put your anger at, not on each other. When you don't have the right energy, because just like in anything naturally, when you have, you know, situations that make you angry and you don't, you, you don't know how to release that anger, you don't know how to release that anger, what do you do? You take it out on the person closest to you, the person who's safest to you. Like a lot of you men, or I should say you males. You'll come home, like I said, your white boss or whatever, whoever was talking to you on your job any kind of way. And that would happen on the plantation, too. The, the uh, slave master was talking to you black men, buck-breaking y'all, talking to y'all any kind of way, take your daughters, have sex with them, do all kinds of things, emasculate you, and just and you take that. And then a lot of you end up taking it out on your woman. You're beating up on your woman and trying to act like a man beating on your chest. But you won't stand up to the so-called white man. They didn't stand up to them. See, that misplaced anger, you see, and that's in your children today. They got a whole lot of misplaced anger. They running out of cars. These little niggas are jumping out of cars, shooting up the block, shooting people over stupid nonsense. Oh, you from that set. Oh, you from that set. You niggas ain't got no set. What set? You niggas have no set. If the white man tell you to get your ass up and, and move, your set is over with. Your set has now been, how you say, gentrified. You niggas in the projects 
They'll have they'll have condos up in your in your in your uh, where your set used to be, and your next home will be in the penitentiary. But you won't fight against that. You won't talk tough against that. You won't throw your sign, throw your flag, and all that for that. You see, nobody ever says that to you. A lot of you black men, you so-called black men. You see, you always got a lot of energy, a lot of high pitch energy for one another, ready to fight. Notice with the blind, he ready to fight within a drop of hat, or ready to get his gun. You see, but then when it comes to everybody else who come in your neighborhood and disrespect you, talk crazy to you, whatever, gentrify your neighborhood, y'all ain't got no problem with them. None. But you hate each other. Why? Why? Misplaced anger. Cowards. Cowards that you are with that misplaced anger. The beast knew how to turn that anger and that energy on each other, turn it on to each other. See? He knew how to turn it on to you. You see somebody, you guys, you see somebody, you you see somebody in the neighborhood with a nice car, you niggas want to break in the damn car. Can't do nothing with the car. You ain't gonna scrape. You just want to break in the car and just steal a radio. You know, you know it's the nigga down the block car, but you just want to break in it just because you mad he got a nice car. That's really why you want to commit the crime. You mad that he got a nice car. You guys do territory wars and don't none of you own the territory. The beast come and he make everybody. He'll come send the police force make all y'all come out the house butt ass naked and lay on the ground, face down, just to humiliate you. Where's all the tough talk and busting your guns at then? Both y'all, all y'all sets, from city to city to city. All they got to do is send in SWAT and everything else, and they'll have all you little gang niggas running, walking out on TV with your asses out in the air and laying down. All you thugs, all you niggas that wanted to shoot in the vicinity of women and babies and, 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 and turn over the casket and go in the funeral and flip over the casket, you niggas ain't bad when the white man comes. That's your misplaced anger because you're mad you can't be men in the face of the so-called white man. He already buck-breaking you Negroes already. The little Nas X, you niggas ain't never up in arms about little Nas X. A lot of you going to be converted to little Nas X. You see, a lot of you willing to get strange for some change. A lot of you so-called thugs who want to enter the music business, a lot of you niggas are ready to get strange for some change for the so-called white man. You don't hate him for making you not be a man. You don't got hate for him for that. Because he could throw a few dollars at you like you a damn stripper. Raw and uncut. The white man treats you niggas like strippers, man. He throw little whole dollars at you for you to sell your manhood. But you ain't never mad at that. You mad at the next man because he got a little money. He might be a little cocky. He might be masked. And that's another thing with why you so-called black men. You get mad at a so-called black man who, who, you know, carries himself. My father used to always tell me this years ago. He used to always say, you know, you always walking around with that serious look on your face and whatnot. You know, you, you better change the look on your face. Or you're going to be fighting a lot. I said, why I got to change the look on my face? What is, the, what is the look on my face got to do with anybody else? I'm not bothering nobody. I can look anywhere I want, and that's how I kept it that way. I ain't got to change my face up for no, nobody, not for no damn niggas. That's how I look. I always got a serious look on my face until I find something funny, and if I don't find nothing funny, I'm not going to laugh at it. I don't got to change up nothing for you niggas. You ain't, you, the white man don't change up his dumb treatment for you, and y'all happy just that way. You see, but y'all always got this energy, this anger, this energy, where you want to step to another so-called black man because you feel it's safe to do that. 
you hate him if he got something going, if he's confident or something, or same thing with the females. They hate the woman who got something going. She ain't involved in the nonsense and the foolishness. Oh, who this bitch thinks she is? She thinks she too good. Ain't that the so-called black female? Ain't that her? You ain't did nothing to her. You ain't thinking about the, uh, who she thinks she is. She thinks she too good. You see, that's the hate. That's the hate. I heard all these people say all this stuff about Polite, Brother Polite. You know, like this lady, Tasha K. she talked all dirty and greasy about Polite, like she had a personal relationship with this guy. She already convicted him of child molestation. Not saying I'm sticking up for Polite. Don't get it wrong. I'm not sticking up for him, but how are you going to speak on something you don't really even know nothing about? You see, just because you got some paperwork, you don't know nothing about that. But see, they they up in arms about polite. Come on, him was a fourteen year old girl, but they not up in arms when them LGBT Caucasians take black children, like that has happened quite a few times and molest black children. They never up in arms about that. They so up in arms about child molestation on a girl, but when they take young boys, a lot of these LGBT couples take young boys, the men and the women, and they be molesting the children. Nobody got nothing to say about that. Strangely. I wonder why. It's okay. You're like y'all don't y'all ain't got nothing to say about that. How they can fix you? How they can fix you like that lady Tawana Tarana Burke, the chick that look like KRS one. Uh, they call her KRS two, the one who's head of the. Um, they just basically took over her movement. LGBT took over her Black Lives Matter, or whatever Me Too, or whatever the hell her thing was called. But she gonna talk about she all she ever do is talk about black men from R. Kelly to Bill Cosby always um um attacking black so called black men, but then when it was white men out here that like that white football player beat the hell out of his black girlfriend beat her ass she ain't had nothing to say none of these black females had nothing to say about that white man who put his foot in that black female's ass nobody had nothing to say about that wonder why well all these black females oh you hurt the black woman why they ain't had nothing to say about the white man you know what she said. You know what she said? She said, oh, it's not my job to go after white men. In other words, it's my job to rip down you niggas because I hate you black males. That's really what she was saying. That, that's really what that translates into. She had nothing to say about that white man, and a lot of these black females always lift, uplifting the white man like Zaddy. He the one that's going to – he the one I'm, – I'm canceling the black man and being with the white man. Go ahead. And go, you got a lot of those types of stories to reference to. But nobody's ever angry at the so-called white man. Why is that? The one who put the hell on you the most, you ain't angry at. Hmm? Riddle me that. Why is that? The hatred. The hatred. The white man knows how to create hate amongst races of people. He knows how to do that. He's been doing it from day one. He knows how to create hate, hatred amongst our people. He knows how to do that. He knows how to create hostility amongst our people. You know why? Because in the beginning, they had it amongst themselves. They had it amongst themselves. All the wars, you look back in history, you look at all the wars, these Caucasians went together, they went against each other, all the things they was doing. But then, in a flash, and it seemed like it happened in a flash, they said, you know what, it's better that we work together to conquer the world and conquer the world's people and exploit their differences and exploit their, uh, 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 you know, their, their opposition, exploit them and turn them against each other, you see, thus creating that hate, opening up a wound, 
trying to open up a wound. Hell, when you had the, you know, and this is this is documented when you you know you had the um uh, uh um the Crips, California Revolution in progress. They were supposed to be you know a homegrown group of guys, young guys who were supposed to be watching out after the neighborhood. Then came the Bloods. Next thing you know, they start fighting against the Crips. The Crips started out as a community organization to protect the neighborhood and the children in the neighborhood, which was a good thing. Then somehow it turned into a gangbang thing. Somehow it turned into niggas killing each other for nothing over anything. You niggas could have been killing each other over the alphabet. In fact, a lot of you niggas be up there talking about, yeah, I ain't going to say B. Y'all going to say A because C, B start with a C. Are y'all fucking grown men? Are you seriously doing this over colors and letters? Are you serious? Hey, what the fuck is this, romper room? Raw and uncut. Are you niggas serious? Are, are you serious? You niggas are killing each other over colors and letters? This is, what is this, Sesame Street? Are you serious? You're supposed to be grown men with families. And you taking other grown men away from their families over stupid shit. Dumb shit. When the white man come, he don't give a fuck whether you niggas got on red or blue, orange, purple, green. He gonna make all you faggot ass niggas put on pink. He'll make you motherfuckers all put on orange jumpsuits. Are you out of your fucking minds? He'll have all you fucking niggas in orange jumpsuits. The fuck are you niggas talking about? But for some strange reason, for some strange reason, a lot of these so-called black leaders are refused to give it to you in the realest way. This is the realest way to give it to you. You see? Because they're, they're, they're okay if they claim to love you so much like a lot of these so-called black conscious leaders who won't tell the gangs that you niggas are a bunch of fucking idiots. Y'all fucking idiots. And all you're going to do is line the white man's system with your black asses in his jails. I don't care if you niggas don't like it. Y'all fucking idiots. All you going to do is line the white man's prison system. That's all you niggas are going to do. All you going to do is be a bunch of hoes on the track for the white man in orange suits. Then you niggas can stab and rape and do whatever the hell you want in the can. All, and, and they laugh at you niggas. They laugh at you. They make movies about you mocking you. And y'all still don't see that we we a bunch of idiots. We are a bunch of idiots. Yo niggas ain't nothing but a bunch of coons for the white man. That's all you niggas are. You niggas a bunch of Sambo coons for the white man. That's it. I have nothing nice to say about you. You niggas are not no warriors for our people. You niggas are against our people. You niggas are worse than the Ku Klux Klan. You niggas are worse. You worse than all of these motherfuckers. You destroy the neighborhood. We ain't got to worry about the Ku Klux Klan coming through our neighborhoods and destroying them. At least not yet, if that should happen. But you niggas destroy the neighborhoods. You sell drugs in your own neighborhoods. You do violence in your grandmother's neighborhoods, your mother's neighborhoods, where your babies are. You, know, you niggas go to jail and become rapists. You start being predators on each other. You niggas, the white, y'all turn that low into animals? Then you wonder why you are impoverished. You wonder why there's no light for you. You wonder why the most high is not dealing with you niggas, man. 
because you let the white man cap tear you down to being a fucking animal, man. They tear you down to a low-level animal. You see? You let the white man come in and tear Yeah, the KKK do thank you niggas for destroying your communities. You niggas might as well put on white sheets with them. You know what? That's part of the hatred. Y'all under that in the two dimension. You under that in the two-dimensional world. You see? You're under that. Y'all still ain't y'all still ain't said to yourself, you know, I want my children. Why? Why? You know, why do y'all still have children? Why do y'all have children? Do you have children to bring them into the world where they got to grow up worrying about whether they're going to get shot tomorrow because they got on the wrong color or they're in the wrong neighborhood amongst their own people where they shouldn't have to feel scared around their own kind? They said this old woman, somebody said this, this old lady, I forgot what they said. Somebody was telling me this story, I don't know, I'm going to just repeat. She said, the older, older bronze lady, she got, oh, that's crazy. She said, if you told me that black people would be killing each other over wearing the wrong colors, she would have thought she was crazy because in her mind, black people, so-called black people, are supposed to be sticking together. All the hell we get going in this society, we're supposed to be tight as hell, tighter than anybody. But you don't have that now, do you? And so why you don't have this? Because there's no community. It's no community. You see? And I, I bet you you're right. I bet you're right. If the Ku Klux Klan went through the black neighborhoods with their they hoods on and everything, you gang niggas would not bother them. I bet you the Ku Klux Klan, the essays and all of them could walk through y'all niggas' neighborhood. Y'all ain't going to check their card. You ain't going to tell them what the fuck y'all doing around here. You ain't going to say none of that to them. You ain't telling them nothing. Or the police. Why? Why? Why is all these so-called pro-blacks afraid to give it to you as it is? Why are they trying to make friends with y'all and act like, oh, they cool with the gangs and whatnot? You niggas out here shooting each other down the street, shooting babies and stuff like that. You know, I'm, I'm for you niggas who act like this, who ain't waking up, I'm definitely on board for you to get vaccinated. I, I, I very much want you niggas to get vaccinated. You need to be vaccinated for the good of the race. For the continuation of the fucking race, you niggas need to be first in line to get vaccinated. You see? And get vasectomies. And your bitches need to go get vasectomies. And your bitches need to go get abortions. I'm going to just be raw with it. I don't give a fuck. You niggas need to get jabs. You niggas, you bitch, your black holes need to go get uh, fucking uh, 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 um, uh, um, abortions. And you, and you niggas need to get vasectomies. That's what needs to happen. You niggas are no good for the race. You are the shit of the race. You are the shit of the race. Tubes tied. All of that. Because that's what the white man got in, 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 in store for you niggas anyway. That's what he got in store for you. And you know what? I ain't against it. Because you mean us no good, man. You ain't about the, You ain't about the evolution of our people, man. You are not about the evolution. You niggas are worse than the white man. You niggas are worse than the white man. And you buy into the hatred. You love the hatred. You know how you know they buy into the hatred? What's the biggest thing these niggas are always talking about? Oh, y'all hating on me. Y'all haters. Y'all hating on me. Y'all haters. Notice niggas today respond to hate. They love it. Not love. Not love. Notice when somebody show love, niggas don't really care about that. You got to comment, yeah, all right, thanks, bro. When some hate, niggas will stand, sit up here and talk about hate and jealousy and envy and anger for hours. 
yeah, all my haters this and all my haters that. Even this nigga polite. Polite, you sitting up here facing all these charges, and you still think somebody give a fuck about the cars, you them rented cars you in, or them fucking bullshit clothes you got, or being around these damn sodomites in Hollywood, somebody really jealous of you? Are you serious? In your delusional mind, you think anybody really give a fuck about you? I thought you were better than that. A little smarter anyway. Not better, but a little smarter. But obviously not. Obviously not. You see? You feeding all you niggas in the conscious community feed off that hatred. You niggas in the conscious community feed off the hatred. You had mothers raise children. Your mothers carried you. You gang niggas. You you gang hoes. You gang niggas. Because I'm gonna go. I, this was supposed to be a part of the hood rat and hood nigger broadcast. This uh, it'll be a part two. Hood the, the hood rat and hood rat and hood nigger mentality. Part two of this. See, because we gotta iron this all the way out. We gotta iron this all the way out. We gotta air it all the way out. Now I know you niggas don't like what I'm saying. Of course you ain't gonna like it, so be it. But if you're real men, you gonna take it. You gonna wear it. You gonna you gonna look at yourselves. Look at yourselves in the mirror. Cause I'm not telling you nothing because I want to see. Cause I'm just saying it. Just cause I, you know, I'm not saying it just to bash y'all over the head. I'm trying to get y'all to wake up. Sometimes you gotta be brutal. You see, I'm being brutal for a reason. See, I'm not going to be like certain people, certain ministers that want to sit around and take fucking pictures with y'all and not tell y'all y'all need to cut this dumb shit out and be men, real men. See, I'm not going to sit in there and take pictures with y'all and all that dumb shit. You see, or act like, oh, yeah, see, those are our warriors. See, we, we need to protect our warriors. What warriors? What warriors? These niggas are not warriors because true warriors are righteous. They know when it's time to war, when it's on. They know when it's on, when the war is really on to protect women, children, brotherhood, sisterhood, family, community. That's the real warriors. The real warriors are standing up for the community, man. The real warriors are standing up for the community, for the society, for our people. For the covenant, that's what the warriors stand up for and putting their lives on the line. You fucking niggas ain't putting your lives on the line. All you doing is offering yourself to the white man in the penitentiary system. That's all you do, niggas doing when you killing each other, selling dope in your neighborhood. All you doing is lining up to go to the penitentiary. That's all you doing. What kind of warrior does that? What kind of warrior hands himself over to the real enemy? Did you niggas do that? Y'all not no warriors. Y'all not. Y'all a bunch of goddamn fools with guns, which proves what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said years ago. You so-called black men are too immature to own guns, man. You too immature to have guns. I'm not saying all so-called black men, the, the ones who come in their right state of mind, who know as a mature adults that you don't play with guns, man. You don't just kill people and take lives like it ain't nothing. Do you realize what it is to take somebody's life, to take a father away from his family? You see, to shoot into a car with women and children, to put that much grief on somebody, you got a serious hate on you to do something like that. You got a serious hate, a sickness in you, a mental illness, a demonic possession in you to do something like that. But you ain't got it for the so-called white man. You ain't got it for him who gentrifying your neighborhoods, who kicking you niggas out of your sets, off your hood, and out of your blocks that you think you own, kicking you niggas out of your projects. 
Where is the hate and anger for him? Where's all the beating on your chest when the police come riding through the, through the courtyard of your hood or down the street chasing you niggas off the block? Where's all the guns at then? If you're going to go out being thugs and gangsters, then be that for real. Well, next time when the police roll through, let, let it happen. Let it happen. But we all know y'all ain't going to do that. You see, your hate. Your hatreds, the hatreds that you are in, the haze of hatreds that you in, you are a bunch of cowardly niggas, man. You niggas are cowards. You're cowardly niggas. You see, you niggas are like the lion in the, in the Wizard of Oz. You know how the lion act tough and whatnot, but he really deep down a faggot. I already know. I'm, I'm being raw and uncut tonight. It's raw and uncut. I just came from the gym. I'm worked out. I'm pumped up. And so I already know this ain't going on YouTube. So this is going to Patreon files. This is under raw and uncut. So just enjoy the night. Put the babies to bed. You know how I say. But I had to address the hatred, man. It's real. The hatred is real in the third, in the second dimension. The hatred is real, and it only affects so-called black people because nowhere else you see, you don't see dark-skinned white people arguing with, uh, with pale, paler-skinned white people. You don't see them arguing back and forth about who's the darkest white person, who's the lightest white person. You don't see that with the East Indian. Well, they do it with some some of them. You know, but not really. No one, it, it, you know, no one has hate within a race for one another like so-called black people do. No one has that type of hate and for nothing. You Negroes kill each other over nothing. You niggas kill each other over nothing. And therefore, you reduce each other's lives to nothing. You reduce your families to nothing. That means that's one child that now has to grow up without a father. You see? Like I said, you niggas will kick down each other's doors, run in with a squad, kill a whole family. But you, but for some strange reason, when that Asian, when that Asian guy shot, shot, the, um, shot in Detroit, shot, shot, and, um, shot, the little, shot at the little black boy, his father, I don't know what is happening. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if that was a black man, so another black man looked like him, it wouldn't have been, he would have been kicking the nigga door in with his pistol. Had his brothers all, his brothers would have been there, you know, his, his homeboys, everybody been there. He would have been ready to punish a nigga. But when the Asian man, like I said, who lived next door did it, and I'm pretty sure that Asian man still living, he ain't move out. He, 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 he ain't as mad no more. You see? Can we all just get along? That can't we all just get along spirit. You see? That can't we all just get along spirit. You see? I had some clown make a video, a short video about me. This clown, I don't really care, but it just goes to show you that he took a, a, a bit piece of our conference for my 50th birthday, and he tried to make it seem like some sinister cult type of thing. Here it is, you had all these beautiful people that were dressed up that came to um that came out to pay me respects for my birthday for our mentors weekend. This nigga, we put it on YouTube, beautiful event, classy event. This faggot ass nigga, um, Winnie the Pooh, Queen Pooh, whatever you call yourself, and them Afro Ono niggas. You nigga, you sit and took clips from the video and you try to make it seem like I'm some cult leader? You did all that for all the 69 views you got? You did that for 69 views? Trying to build your name, build a name for yourself off me? Don't know me from nowhere? You see, you got a little lot of niggas like this. 
You will tear down another so-called black man, a bronze man, just to make yourself look good, to get clout for yourself. Talk crazy and greasy about one another. You see, just to get clout. That's hate in you. Tear down each other. But like I said, you don't do it to the so-called white man. You don't do it to nobody else. You got respect for everybody else's culture, race. You'll go just in there. You'll find You niggas will find out for the years that the Asian was serving you damn rat and cat and dog or whatever in the damn Chinese restaurant. You niggas won't go out, get outraged and go burn down his restaurant, shoot up his restaurant. You niggas won't do that. They don't been selling you shit for your poison for years. You niggas won't close or stop going to their establishment. You ain't got to do all that. You ain't got to go tear down their business. Don't go there no more. You niggas will keep going there. Tell them, yeah, but it, you know, it do taste good, though. Let y'all find out some black person in the hood was selling you some cat rat and door. You niggas will throw bricks through the window, burn the store down and everything. Kill the owner, everything. You see? That's hate that's only reserved for each other. You see, that's hate that's only resolved for each other. The black race is sick, and you suffer from the hatrix. You suffer from the hatrix. You see, a lot of these black females who go get with the white man, she only get in with the white man because she hates the black man for some reason, whether it was her uncle that molested her, whether it was her brothers that molested her, or whatever she, whatever relationship she was in with the black man, and it ain't go right, whatever. So all so-called black men are bad now. Yet the white man has a history of raping you black women, degrading you black women, and everything else, but for some strange reason, you don't group them all together. See, Tim is different. Brad is different. Tom is different. You see, when it comes to black men, all you niggas the same. Jamal, Tyrone, Sam, whoever, they're all the same. You see, that's just an excuse to find hate for each other. You see, that's just an excuse to find hate for one another. And again, your so-called black leaders ain't going to talk like this because they want to include everybody. They want to include everybody. They love everybody. They want everybody black to be together. You see, and this is what's holding us down. This is what's holding us down. You see, this is what holds us down. They want everybody to be together, black people be together. Like I said, everybody hates you, but you love everybody else. You niggas, you you young niggas calling yourself Gotti, John Gotti, and yo Gotti, this Gotti, or that, or you want to be like the Italians. The Italians can't stand you niggas. They call you Moulinons. They call you niggas. They call, just like the white man, they call you uh, whatever they could think Moulinons. That's the biggest thing that you, the Guineas call you is Moulinons. Niggas, watermelon, all these names they call you, and you still kiss their ass. You want to be like them. You want to be like them. They wouldn't piss on you niggas if you was on fire, but you want to be at, name yourself after them. You you look up to them, and they look down on you. That's the sickness of a lot of you men, you black men. That's the sickness of you. How you so-called black men could put the image up of a white man and look up to him in any way, shape, or form, that's a form of the hatred right there. When you black men in the church and you black women put up the image of white Jesus, like I said, I can understand they, in slavery how they had you doing that. But after slavery, that shit should have came down. Y'all shouldn't have wanted to utter no Jesus name. That shit should have came down. But why y'all kept the white picture up? Because all that did was instill a hatred in you and a love for the beast. 
All that did was instill a hatred in each other because in all these black churches, notice there's a lot of hate, a lot of hateful energy in there, gossiping, backbiting, slandering, see, talking shit about each other. Men don't like each other. The women don't like each other, but they all love that white Jesus on the wall. He can do no wrong. They praise Jesus and love Jesus. Any white person that look like Jesus or any white person that they think in their minds connected to Jesus, but you niggas that y'all got hate and vitriol for. You see? How you could put up the image of a white person and worship that image, you're going to tell me, don't tell me nothing about white supremacy. Don't tell me nothing about hate and things like that, that you are fighting against hate with love. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're promoting more hate by putting up the image and worshiping the image of the beast, by hating each other, by putting the image over y'all heads to look up to. You see, I'm going to say this too. You niggas that's pushing that back, you niggas in Hollywood and everywhere, see, you niggas, y'all making records to push the backs and all that. Look, it ain't just about money why these niggas doing it. It ain't just about money. The beast offering money for you niggas to sell out your people, that's fine. I get that. But it's not about money with y'all. It's really not. It's really about the fact that you hate your people. Because make it make sense to me how any amount of money in the world is worth you giving your people over to the beast, letting them get that mark on them. You tell me how that makes sense and how anybody can do that for money. Because it's not about money. You just genuinely hate your own people. That's why you have no problem promoting death to them. You have no problem promoting the mark of the beast to them because you really hate your own people. These niggas that sell out and do all these things, they make it seem like, oh, it's about money. It's not about money. It's not. They hate their people. They hate their own kind. They hate themselves. And they want to be something that they're not. You see, they want to be something they're not. And that is in alignment with the beast. They want to be with him. See, they did a good job of instilling that hatred in our people, man. It is a constant and continuous thing from generation to generation to generation. The women hate the men. Now the men hate the women. You see, your children, they don't want to look to you as parents no more. They look to the so-called white people for guidance. They look to the white people for guidance. And that makes sense because you niggas ain't got no way to guide them. That's you so-called black people could tell your children, yeah, go to school, get an education, and stay out of trouble. Really? That's all you got to offer your children? Go to school, uh, stay out of trouble, you see, and, 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 and that, that's it. Go to school and stay out of trouble, you see. Yeah, that's nice and all that, but uh, what about the real things in life? The real things they need to know as men and women, bronze men and bronze women growing up in the world. What about the real things, the camaraderie, the brotherhood, the sisterhood, the community? What about those things? Y'all don't teach that. Y'all don't teach that. Just go to school, stay out of trouble, make money, get your money. That's all you teach. Then when you see somebody trying to bring our people together as a community, the first thing you niggas shout out is, oh, y'all a cult. This is a cult. Y'all trying to form a cult. That's that's hatred from niggas, man. You know when niggas call a, a collective body of people, our people coming together a cult, you know what that is? That's that hate they get from the so-called white man that they passing on to us. Because what they're really saying is they hate the fact or they dislike the fact that we're coming together as a community and we're going to live for, of, and by each other. That's what we're supposed to be doing. That's what we're supposed to be doing. 
but you got niggas who slip here and call us a cult. They'll call us a cult. They'll say, oh, we got some. We don't know nothing about, but because we coming together as a community, we a cult. But they'll never turn around and call the Jews a cult. They'll never say the Jewish community is a cult. They'll never say the Caucasian who follow the Catholic Church and the Pope. That They'll never call them a cult. But anything that we did is a cult. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad, he was a cult leader. Dr. York, cult leader. Nubi Minkari is cult leader. The Pope, no, he's a religious leader. Uh, the Jews, that's a religious community. They're not a cult. That's because y'all got that hatred. And y'all got a lot of that hatred from the beast because, again, you Negroes want to be like the beast. And when you want to be like the beast, guess what? You take on his infectious, degenerate behavior. And in his infectious, degenerate mindset, he hates you so-called black people. He hates our people. And you wanting to be so much like him, you start to hate our people as well. You start to hate your own kind too because you got the mind of the beast. You got the mind of the beast. You see? You got to figure out a reason because you've adopted so much of his anger and his angst and his energy that you got to find a way to hate, uh, a reason to hate our people too. But, and again, that's how you know it's the mark of the beast and you know you're drawing his energy because notice whenever these niggas is around the white man, they don't never say they hate him. They don't never hate him. They ain't ready. They ain't never ready to talk about they want to bust their gun for him. For him, like I said, they, these niggas could find out that a white man has been living around the corner in their neighborhood, and be raping young boys and whatever the case may be. These niggas won't go do nothing. They'll leave him there. Let it be. Let it be a black man. They'll kick his door down. He would have been murdered within an hour. You see, and it ain't because of no justice thing. It's because y'all just hate each other. You just you just looking for an excuse to kill another nigga. That's all it was. You just looking for excuses. You stepped on my shoe. You bumped me. Oh, you got the wrong colors on. Oh, you in the wrong neighborhood, homie. What sex you from? Nigga, shut the fuck up. Won't you ask the cops that next time they on your set? You gonna tell them get the fuck out your neighborhood? See how that go. You niggas won't dare. And I always say this: if you ain't gonna be bad all the time, then nigga, you ain't bad none of the fucking time. You ain't really bad none of the time. If you ain't bad all the time. With everybody, the police, whatever, whoever, the police, the white man, whoever, the Asians in your neighborhood, you ain't bad and thugged out and tough all the time with your gun out ready to bust your gun, but that gun only seemed like it worked for other black men. That's the only time the gun seemed like it works. When it comes to white man, the police, whoever coming, oh, oh, the gun jammed. Oh, yo, son, I was trying to get it out, but you know, my, my, no, my nigga, it, it just wouldn't work, blah, blah, blah. Oh, you ain't even thinking like that. Put that gun down. Okay. We'll be right back.
But if you ever hear Frank Lucas talk, right, he was doing a documentary. He's born about 1930, right? He was born in the 30s. And he talked about when he was he lived, he was from down south country. You know, country people from down south, a lot of them from overtime country people, you barely can understand anything they're saying because, you know, they got their country, country needs, Negro accent, whatever. He was just talking. He said basically that, um, you know, when he was down, say he's a young boy, and he said that he watched a white man because he was reckless. Eye, his his uh, cousin was reckless eyeballing a white man or a white woman, somebody, something like that. Down south in the 40s, the white boy, the white men came up and they, they um, stuck a shotgun in his mouth, bust out two of his, uh, his, um, his cousin teeth, and shoved a shotgun in his mouth and blew his brains out and blew his head off right in front of, right in front of him. And he said, you know what he said after he saw that? That was his favorite cousin. He said he watched them white men blow his, um, blow his um, cousin's head off with a shotgun, put a gun, shotgun right in his mouth and blow his head off. He's like, man, I was mad. You know, after I seen that, I wanted to get even. I saw that I wanted to get even. I, when I did, I went and got even. You know what he said getting even was? Him leaving down south, coming to New York, to come to Harlem and sell heroin to his people and get rich and buy um, um, luxuries from Caucasians. That's how he got even with the white males who killed his cousin. You see, in other words, you basically came up here out of your anger, your misplaced anger for them Caucasians. You came up here beating up black people and hitting them with guns, but because he was a vicious Negro. You know what I'm saying? Vicious, savage Negro criminals, uh, uh, this nigga was. Uh, um, uh, uh, Frank Lucas. So your way of getting even with the white men that killed your cousin to come up here and destroy your own people. You see? The hatred. You see it? They, this, this is how they react. This is how they react to the hate that they receive from the beast. This is how they react. Did that even make sense? You tell me. Did that make sense? Did that, did that even make sense what he said? And I'm telling verbatim what this nigga said. You see? You went up here, you came up to New York, and you made millions of dollars selling heroin, selling poison to your people, got men nodding on the damn street, women leaving their baby, nodding on the damn street, selling their daughters, people dying, falling over from overdoses, selling that shit, helping the so-called white men kill your goddamn people, and then you want to talk about, yeah, I got even with the white man for blowing my cousin's head off. This is the mentality of these niggas. This is their mentality. You see, misplaced anger. He probably was mad at the white man, but he couldn't figure. He didn't. It wasn't. Oh, I'm gonna go and find those white men who killed my cousin. I'm gonna come back, get some guns, and kill them. No, it wasn't that. No, I'm gonna go up to New York, sell dope to my people, kill my own people, nigga, nigga. And a lot of you niggas think like that. A lot of you got that misplaced anger. You can't find it in your heart to really hate the so-called white man who put who, who would do things like that. You can't find it, to, and we'll do it to this day. And we'll do it to this day. You niggas can never find any anger in your heart to get even with him. Like them niggas that set up here, and, and, and like when Dylan Roof came up there and shot up that church and killed them black people, what's the first thing them niggas in the church were saying? We forgive you. We forgive you. Now, if Dylan Roof was a nigger, Dylan Roof was a young nigger that did, put him under the jail. We don't ever want to see him come out of jail, savage. You savage, you killed my grandma, and I'm going to come to court. Let it deal with been a nigger. Let him be a young, dumb nigger, 15, 16 years old that did that, and shot the church. You, you think they would have been like, we forgive you. You think they would have been saying that? 
No, they would have came to court. We want him. We, I lost, you know how these niggas do. Well, I lost my son, my daughter, my girl. And so we want him to get the maximum time. We don't want him to ever see the light again. Light again. You took a lot from us. They didn't do that with Dylan Roof. They didn't come to his trial and talk about how much. They, they talked about immediately how much they loved Dylan Roof and forgive him. Which means Dylan Roof gonna get out. He gonna still when he comes out of jail, if he even in jail. When he come out of jail, he's gonna be relatively a young man. They gonna let him go for all them black people he killed. And black people still ain't got no hate. Oh no, they got it for each other. Excuse me. It ain't for Dylan Roof. It ain't for Dylan Roof. You see, they told you how they feel. Same thing with that guy both from John. The white female killed his killed his brother. We could I give her a hug? I, I I love you. Can I give her a hug? Can I sleep with you? Can I lay with you, cave woman? You see? But let a black woman have shot both from John or a black man shot both from John. You took my brother away from me. I hope you I hope you die in prison. You see, you took my brother, you know, I don't, I, you know, you, you, you took everything. He was my big brother. He, they'd be up there trying, and the judge would have hit him. Hit, hit, if, it, if it was a black man that did it, he would have got, he would have never seen the light of day again. You see? That, that's reality. That's reality. That's the sickness that y'all suffer from as a people. That's the sickness. That's the hatred right there amongst each other. And of course, the and of course the judge, of course she she was a she was a a, a, a mammy, and the damn court bailiff was a mammy because you know they dreamed of having hair like Amber Geiger. They wanted dog fur, so they, they, to, to the mammy the mammy bailiff she she rubbing her head, stroking Amber Geiger head, putting her hair through this damn beat this cave woman fur, telling her how much oh it's gonna be all right. Don't worry about it. he was just a nigga. Don't worry about it. you get your life back. He was just a nigga. You know ain't no big deal. You made a mistake. You know. Now let it been reversed. To the black man to say he can't, he went into the wrong apartment by mistake and thought somebody was in shot, uh, shot, uh, uh, and shot Amber Geiger. They locked him under the jail. If the police didn't kill him before they got into the precinct, and the judge would have been like, "I hope you don't never, nigga. I hope you don't never see the light of day again." She, they would have made the black woman sentence him, and she would have loved doing it. Probably sentenced him to the death penalty. You see, he would have got the death penalty if he did that to Amber Geiger, and the nigger woman would have sentenced him to the death um, to the death penalty. You see, because you can't take her good white woman. See, she wanted to be like the white woman. She wants the silky hair. That's why she rubbing the white girl hair because she wants that same kind of hair. She worshipped the image of the cave woman. The black liberated female worships the image of the cave woman. She loves her and she hates her own kind unless they like her. With any, or and let's see in the hatreds. See, you got to hate your own kind, but you got to love the beast. See, that's how it goes hand in hand in the hatred. You got to hate your own kind, but you got to love everybody else. That's the that's the criteria. You could say, man, fuck them niggas over there. Oh, fuck, fuck them niggas. Them niggas could die. Fuck them niggas. But you can't say that about the white man. Notice if you say that about the, about the white man to these thugs, you say, man, fuck the white man until these white people die. This sense of, fuck these crackers. They, the thugs will look at you like, yo, why are you saying that, son? Yo, 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 son, you racist, son. Why are you saying that? But he just used to say that about another black man. Word, son, word, fuck them niggas, fuck them niggas. They'll do that. Tell me, tell me, I'm, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. You said that the black female, the black female, she'll be talking shit about another black female. Let him say something about a white woman. That white bitch, that white Come on, you shouldn't say that. Come on, don't say that. 
Let's say that about uh, uh, Chrissy and her white stringy dog head ass. Come on, don't say that. You racist. Hey, hey, t- tell me I'm right. Tell me I'm wrong. That that's 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 a real program on black people for real. That's a real program. You see, that's a real program. They love everybody else but hate each other. Nobody finds that strange. You see. Nobody finds that to be strange. That's a spell, man. That's a program. I mean, I'm being funny about it, but this is real. This is real stuff. I couldn't make this up. Everybody know what I'm talking about. The ones who are the ones who can see who have eyes they see and ears to hear, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I'm sorry I had to give it to y'all raw and uncut, but that's how it is. That's how it is. You see? Nobody will ever say anything wrong about the white man. Like right now, if the white man comes into a neighborhood and he starts getting white black people to follow him and he starts talking to black people and stuff like that, niggas will follow. If the white man comes into a neighborhood right now and sets up an organization, a community, whatever, and he, he, he you know, and he's talking about how many niggas, you know, they niggas will follow him. Let him be a decent looking white boy and come out. He want to. You know, uh, um, start a league for the young black men and whatnot, and he wants to start a drum a, a thing for black women and whatnot. Let a white man come and start talking about the black woman and the, the black woman is God and all that. Let a white man do. I bet you, I bet you, he'll have an organization, a community a organization bigger than the nation of Islam, way bigger than me. Let a white man come do that right now. You see, and they'll talk about the black men. Will talk about yo, he's a great man, you know, he's doing great things and whatnot, and all the conscious niggas will be down here. Yeah, I was skeptical about, I was skeptical about uh, uh, um, Bradley, but Brad, Brad's great. He, he, you know, brother Brad, he came to, he'd be a brother then. You see? Nuba Minkari's come and do it. Shit, he a cult leader. Don't know me from nowhere. I'm a cult leader. I can't, I can't, I can't love my people and want to raise my people as a community. I got to have a scam going. I have to have something uh, double uh, underhanded or some. I'm just trying to take my people money. I got to be a con artist. A white man come and do it. Oh man, he 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 he, he raising the people. He, he he raising up the people. You see, or he God in person. You see, he God in person. Black man come do it. So called black man come saying the same thing to you. Oh, that nigga a cult leader. He trying to take our money. You see. But then you want to talk about white supremacy. You want to talk about white supremacy. When I said to when I said the guys in the Nation of Islam, I said, "Why are y'all raising up Father God in person, and Elijah as the messenger? Shouldn't that be the other way around? Since Father came and brought the message, and Elijah and left like messengers do, they bring a message and leave. And he brought a message to black man as God, and Elijah mom was a so-called black man. So wouldn't Elijah be God in person and?" Forward the messenger. You know how many niggas in the nation of Islam got mad about that? Not to call them niggas, but they was acting like niggas. I'm going to just have to say it. You see? You see? How many, like I said, how many niggas followed Jim Jones to Guyana? I was about to say that. How many niggas followed Jim Jones to Guyana? Would they follow the so-called black men of Guyana? There's no other way to say that. You got to be real about that. You see, because these are the conversations that so-called black people refuse to have. I have the conversations that y'all, uh, that so-called black people, all these so-called black conscious leaders and all these leaders out front, they don't want to have these conversations. They don't have, they don't want to have real conversations. They want to have fake conversations. You see, they want to love everybody. 
it's impossible to love everybody. Everybody ain't worth loving. I'm going to just say it like that. I'm never going to say that. But see, when people are trying to appease everybody and you want to be liked and loved by everybody, you want to be popular, see, reality is not popular. When people are bringing reality, that's not a popular thing. You see, people don't like reality in the three-dimensional, in the two-dimensional world. They don't like reality. They like fantasy. You see, that's why you got black females walking around with blonde wigs on their head. You so-called black females walking around with blonde wigs on your head. See, in their mind, they don't look ridiculous. In their mind, they don't look ridiculous. In, the mind, in their mind, they don't hate. They don't think they hate themselves. They hate their damn self. They hate their own head. They'd rather walk around looking ridiculous, primping that blonde, blonde dog fur on top of their head looking ridiculous, primping blonde dog fur, cave female hair on top of their head. You ever see the nigga woman running her fingers through it like it's, her, like, like, like it's actually her head? That's how delusional she becomes. That's how much she hates herself. She's delusional like that's really her hair. Run her fingers through it and everything. Start flipping it, you know? Flipping it, rub, rubbing her hair through it. You know, she lost her goddamn mind. You see? Batting her eyes and whatnot, that really came out of her head. She don't know. You tell her she hate herself. She act like you crazy. She do hate herself. She hates herself. The hatred is, is applied to, your, to each other as well. They hate each. They hate themselves. You see? And they don't think nothing's wrong with that. Nobody's saying nothing to them that they look crazy as hell. If a white woman walk around with an Afro wig on her head, they looking at her like she crazy as hell. And she can say, I like just having an Afro. I want to have an Afro. Everybody, the white, even the nigger women will look at them like they crazy. You see? Like this, like this, like this big, like this big Sambo, this big, this big coonstress. Uh, uh, what's the one? Uh, uh, the, the coonstress, uh, um, on that talk, the talk Cheryl Underwood, she's about, yeah, you know, I, what's, white hair is good hair. That's good hair. See, white hair is good hair. Who wanted to have black hair? Who want to have hair like a black person? That's the worst kind of hair to have. That coon, that coonstress Cheryl Underwood. That coonstress. The one who the white woman got on the damn um, TV screen, uh, 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 Osborne screamed, screamed on her, and she sat up there crying. And nobody said nothing about that. Nobody called Sharon Osbourne white whore, white bitch. Nobody called her nothing. Like, nobody wanted to get her. Let it have been a black woman. That, oh, they would have called her every name in the book. Hmm. Hmm. Hate. No other way to say this. No other way to interpret this. Nobody is willing to address this. No one is willing to say this is the problem. Nobody says that. They don't pay no attention to it because it's accepted that if you are, quote, unquote, so-called black people, you're supposed to hate each other. You're supposed to have animosity toward each other because you're not really seen as a real people anyway. You're not seen as a real – y'all don't see each other as a real people. Y'all don't take each other seriously. So when they see us forming a republic, a mental like forming a community to live for of and by each other – what do they do? The first thing they trying to do, oh, you know, they trying to think it's a joke, or we playing around, y'all ain't serious, or oh, what y'all doing, oh, y'all are cold. They try everything in the book to tear it down, everything to say something negative against it, everything. They, nobody asked them to be a part of it, nothing. 
but the fact that they wouldn't even want to be a part of something like that, it's all about the evolution and upliftment of our people because if you bring our people, if you can get our people to come together as one on anything, then that's a beautiful thing. That's, that's, that's progress. Their mindset is, oh, y- y'all shouldn't be coming together. We don't need no leader. We don't need no leaders. We don't need – we our own God. We don't need no leaders. But they don't – strange, they don't say that to the white man who tell them to be at work at, uh, not at 9 in the morning or 12 at night or 1 in the morning, wherever he tell you to be, have your black ass at work. He's your leader. And like I said, if you say you're following people for money, then that makes it even worse because that means money can – compromise you and your so-called stance you take on not having a leader and things like that not being a follower that means you can be compromised if you say you do you follow the white man and you do what he tell you for money but what about you niggas that go into the military you niggas go in the military and the white man don't give you nothing you niggas come out y'all homeless you niggas ain't got no jobs or you go back to the job you had after you don't after you don't risk your life going somewhere, flying somewhere to protect some shipments that they 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 telling you to protect. After they use you basically the strong arms of mother country, on take your shot while you at it. But you don't hate that now, do you? You run to that. <laughs>
this is for the this cast is for the bronze race. This is for the bronze race, the ones who I've opened up the Mesoamerican community for, and those who are meant to be of the bright race in the Republican intellect. You see, this is for the bronze and the bright race, the brighter bronze race that we refer to ourselves. We the brighter bronze race, and then you got the bronze. This is for the bronze ones who can see things on a certain level. That's why I open up membership to the Mesoamerican community for those who might not be on the level of mental life, but the ones who are yet still in community community minded. The ones who want to get away from this blackness, man, because the black race, there's no black community. Not, these Negroes are not community minded. They're, they're, they're mentally dead now. They're mentally dead. There's nothing that can be done for them. All they want to do is kill each other, hate on each other, and worship the image of the beast, man. They want to worship the image of the beast. That's all they want to do. They want to hurt each other, kill each other, and worship the image of the beast. And if you don't worship the image of the beast with them, they want you. They want to kill you too. They want to kill you too if you don't worship the image of the beast. Oh, what's wrong with you? What you? you know, why you? I mean, why are you saying this about white people and other racist people? Why are you saying that? Why, why are you saying you racist? What, what's wrong with you, man? You racist. But yo, yo, niggas, man, niggas, the niggas, this thing, yeah, kill them, niggas, niggas ain't nothing, yeah. But the white man, no, nah, why are you saying about the white man, yo? That's how, that's how they feel. That's how they feel. Like I said, the black race is a race of coons. All black people are coons. All black people in the two-dimensional realm are coons. The ones who are not coons, they're gonna make their way into the bronze race, into the Mesoamerican community, because at this point. Those of you who have been amongst black people, you should be tired of black people by this point. If you ain't tired of black people by this point, then you're one of them. That's a good sign that you're one of them. If you're not tired of black people at this point in your life, then it's a good sign that you're one of them. You see, you a nigga just like them. Y'all love that hateful nigga nonsense mentality. You believe that black people belong at the bottom. And you know what? As you as as, as y'all said, it, it shall be. You see, black people are not at the bottom for no reason. There's no coincidence to this. I am convinced that they're not at the bottom for no reason. It's their hate that keeps them at the bottom. It's not the white man's hate that keeps them at the bottom. It's their own hate. Y'all follow what I'm saying to y'all? It is their own hate that keeps black people at the bottom. It's not the white man. Hey, I'll prove it to you. I'll prove it to you. Look at what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was able to accomplish when we showed love for each other, when we actually loved each other, when we wasn't being Negroes, when we wasn't being black people, when we actually had love for each other, and there was brotherhood and sisterhood when the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was around. Look at what, was, look what the, he was able to accomplish with love. You see? Look what he was able to accomplish with genuine love. You felt that genuine love when he was around. Because that man emitted love from him. Love was coming from him. So he was able to build a $100 million empire, have all those businesses and things going, papers going, things like that. He was able to do that out of love. See, that's what people do when they, they love each other, when they love the image of each other, when they love the essence of each other. And then when you got niggas that don't love, when you got niggas that hate, you see what you see today. You see black community, black neighborhoods. Excuse me, I was about to say black communities, but black neighborhoods with gangs. That's a sign of niggas that hate. You see how niggas how it look when niggas hate each other. You see gangs, drugs, right? Baby, baby mamas, young girls getting abortions, fathers, fathers um, uh, molesting their daughters. 
That's what hate looks like. That's what hate looks like. You see, the nigga woman letting her boyfriend molest her daughter. Young men, men touching other men, faggots. You see, that's what that's see. That's what hate looks like. You see, when there's love, there's family, there's mothers, there's fathers, there's children, there's protection. You see, that's what the Allen Boy Elijah Muhammad was building. But what happened was a nigga by the name of Malcoon Hex. No, get his name right. Malcoon Hex. Malcoon Hex. He wanted to bring the white man in. He wanted to bring the hater in. He wanted to bring in the enemy. And not to mention that he had hate in his heart for the Honorable Elijah Muhammad because he was jealous. Jealousy. A lot of people don't want to say it, but that's what he was. Because for you to go up and talk about another man's personal business, whether he having sex with one woman or a hundred women, what the fuck do you care? What do you care about what another man do with his penis as long as he ain't sticking it in your wife or in your daughter or in another man? What the hell you care what another man doing? But Malcolm X had that hate on him. Malcolm X was a hater, straight up. Malcolm Hex was a hater. And notice, you niggas love Malcolm Hex. You think that's a coincidence? Niggas all around, you get the hood nigga. Notice that the hood nigga to the up-level nigga, they all love Malcolm Hex. And Malcolm Hex had, was a hater. He had that hater energy on him. But they all make sure they hate down And they all, if you talk about Elijah Muhammad, oh, he was a he, he was molesting young girls. Don't know nothing about Mal, Elijah Muhammad. Just making up stuff. He was molesting young girls. Malcolm Malcolm exposed them. You see, that's the hatred. That's the hatred. Mal, Malcolm Hex brought the hatred into the nation of Islam. He brought the hatred in. His jealousy over a woman. You see. He brought in the hatred. He said the Nation of Islam was a criminal organization. So he didn't care about the children that was being raised up in there. He didn't care about the universities. He didn't care about the babies. If you, if, even if you had a legitimate beef with the messenger, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and you hated the man, why try to tear down the, tear down the organization by talking about the Nation of Islam was a criminal organization? You got babies and they're going to school. Do you understand the ramifications of that when you got these racist police waiting for an excuse to run down on the brothers and the sisters and the babies in the schools and your black ass said that because you mad over, over a woman or some money or whatever the hell you felt you was entitled to? You rather tear down everything? That's the hate. That's the hatred. You see? That's the hatred. And it's always going to be found somewhere. It's always a nigga somewhere jealous. I got to watch myself because I can have people amongst me, men or so-called men amongst me who are jealous. You see, there's a high up in position and when you rise, you're going to have people that hate it, jealousy, envy. I got to keep my eyes open on that. You see, because so-called black men, they hate to see other so-called black men being raised up being respected in the community. They hate that. Who that nigga think he is? That nigga ain't nobody. I, 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 I ain't following that nigga. You see? That's the hate. See, real men know how to love and appreciate. It don't take nothing to hate. Real men know how to love and appreciate things that they got and know what's worth loving and appreciating. 
And we shouldn't even be on that whole hater mindset because if you don't, if you dislike something, just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. You see, just leave it alone. You know, even me when I say I hate, I don't really hate y'all for real. I don't mess with you. I don't fool with you because to actually put hate in you means I got to put energy into you, and I don't. I'm Like I said, beyond the broadcast where I'm using y'all as an example to just explain something, I don't care about you niggas, man. You see, I don't. I don't care about y'all because y'all don't care about us. Y'all don't care about us. You see? You don't care about the evolution of your own people. You'd rather see that your own kind destroyed. You see, you'd rather see your own kind destroyed. Like, remember I told you, when I told you about that time, I said, a lot of times when you see the white man was running down black men and killing black men, you had coons that helped. Like I told you that time about Emmett Till, they ain't tell you about the black males that helped the, um, these white men kill Emmett Till. You see, you had black men that went, went along with them to grab up Emmett Till. They don't never talk about that. You see? So trust and notice. If the white man said right now he gave niggas a job going out here and with, with, with needles and jabbing other niggas with needles and whatnot, you go, the main niggas you jab with the needle and get the shot, you're going to get $1,000. You know how many niggas go out here and be jabbing each other up for the beast? And they won't do it just for the money. They do it just because they hate other niggas. They want to figure out how they can destroy another nigga, take from Like I used to say before when I used to rob and steal back in the days, you're going to take somebody's coat off their back, some shoes off their feet, hats off their head like they was doing in the 80s. That's hate, man. That's hate. You, you mad because somebody got something you don't got. You black males was doing that. That's hate. You gonna steal from the next man who look like you because you mad you he you he got on a pair of shoes you ain't got on you gonna actually put on the shoes he had on his feet the coat he had on his back the hat he had on his head that's sick that is sick you gonna kill another person because they because they representing a blue color and you representing a red color you gonna kill him a, a man that look like you well the police well the blood the police in your neighborhood all day they wear blue you gonna draw down on them you gonna tell them get the fuck out of your neighborhood. They got on blue. You gonna tell them that? Uh, no. I guess the I guess it's only blue if it's black and blue, right? Not white and blue. White and blue, that's different. No, 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 no. Black and blue, you kill them niggas. Let me go ahead and read the question. Let me go ahead and read this before we get out of here. What is the hatred? The hatred is a two-dimensional mindset, a low-dimensional frequency that's over the black race. And it was implanted by the so-called white man on the slave plantations, you see. And it's still echoing to this day. These Negroes in the conscious community love to talk this Willie Lynch nonsense. There ain't no Willie Lynch, man. They're just trying to make an excuse up as to why these Negroes are mentally ill and sick. Because for all the black power and black love and black this talk, damn, damn, you niggas don't love each other, man. Y'all hate each other, man. And you actually thrive off of the hate. Y'all love when people are jealous and envious and angry. You'll hear niggas laugh about how much haters I got, but never how many people that love you. You can never talk about how many people love you because you ain't interested in love. And when I say true love, I mean true appreciation. True appreciation for what you contribute to people's lives. That's the only kind of people I want around me, people that truly love me because they know that I am sincere and that I have contributed a lot to the lives and the evolution of my people. That's how I always want to be thought of. And when I'm not here no more, that's how I always want to be remembered. 
You see? Because that memory will constantly keep continue to bring me forward. You niggas, y'all live in hate, man. So you're going to always be circulating in hate. Who was affected by the hatred? You so-called black people because the hatred is a two-dimensional thing. Like I said, people who actually have a purpose, people who know themselves as a people, have an identity, a culture, they don't hate on each other, man. They don't hate on each other. You see, they embrace each other. They may not like each other. They might be a little, you know, but they don't let it stand in the way of their brotherhood and sisterhood. You don't see the Italians, the Irish, the Jews. You don't see them hating on each other like that. You don't see that. They have a cohesive, but they can all make sure they hate you niggas. They hate y'all. And that's what keeps them together. They hate for you. But you niggas, you hate each other, and you love them. Totally backwards. Why was it sent into the two-dimensional world? Because in the two-dimensional world, y'all nothing but individuals. See, in the third dimension is where you come together as a collective body. That's when you raise up into one mind, one body, and soul, and come together collectively. You see, that's real. That's love. That's three dimensions. You see, when you're a two-dimensional Negro, you think as an individual. You see, you only think about yourself and what what you want to get garnered for yourself. That was never my mentality. You see, you Negroes that copy off me like you, James, and Nick, y'all, y'all individuals, y'all black. Y'all call yourself all the brights you want, but you're black because you're doing very black things by copying the message and plagiarizing it for yourself. I'm always let you be know that y'all, always mind y'all black. Is the hatred an emotional thing? Yeah, it is. It is emotional, very much so. And that's it. I ain't got nothing else to say on this, but I will do this, you know, down the line, probably another week or so to hood. Because, I, you know, I, I need my break when I talk about niggas, man. I, I need a break. You know, because, I, you know, I, I, I tend to be rough with my words. Cause I have nothing nice to say about black people at all. I don't. But this was for the bronze race. So I do it for that. That's it. We're going to close out the name of Amen by the power of Amen. And Amen we trust and Amen we think and Amen we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new, the Minkari. This has been Mintelect Radio. See you guys back here tomorrow night at 10. Good night.
Kick it. 